That is some copy. Take a two to my loot. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Chapter by Chapter. I am your host, Will Cowan, and as always, with me across the internet is Mr. Steve Haynes. Steve, how are you doing today? Hello, I am great. It is a new week and a new chapter. I'm excited. We, I like how like the chapters have, are basically broken up in these weird five chapter like mini stories in a way or like every five chapters you live you leave off on a cliffhanger or something like that there's always the chapters leave on leave off on good places where you can end the week with and then come back the next day or come back the next week just ready to go yeah it's almost like a five chapter five or so chapter arc uh here and there little story arcs that we've been lucky enough to sort of yeah like you said have uh for each week beginning and ending yeah it's like robert jordan knew right from the beginning that we'd be doing he wrote this for us he did he it for the us. whole book for us <laughs> yeah, we're, in, we're inscribed in the back for will and steve for their dumb podcast it was written in stone <laughs> since the beginning of time <laughs> so today we're going to be looking at chapter 16 the wisdom if you guys have been keeping up with us uh with the story or if you're just here listening to us just bitch to each other uh that's fine as well but last chapter we left off with uh, Ran, Tom, Perrin, and Matt all about to walk into the uh, the inn uh, where they've been hiding out to face the Nynaeve. stag and lion. The stag and lion. To I had prancing pony in my head, and I was like, "That's the wrong inn. That is the wrong that inn. Wrong. <laughs> Completely wrong. That's the wrong a lot of things. That's the wrong a lot of things." Um, and uh, they're about to go inside the stag and lion to deal with Nynaeve who is a force to be reckoned with for the people of Emmonsfield. Basically, like, the chapter lets off them coming, uh, them coming in. And I like the, the last phrase that they have in the last chapter where they, like, they get ready to face, like, a group of Trollocs the same way that they're going to face Nynaeve. Well, they don't know. She, she can fuck shit up, man. Well, they, yeah, they're, they're, they don't really know what she's capable of, and they're frightened. So as soon as uh, they go in, Rand gets pulled away, like, for the second time. Is this the second or third time? This is multiple times where Rand gets pulled away by Min for Min to go, like, crazy on him. Like, like just go. <laughs> I think it's the fourth time. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, fucking get away from me. How many times do I have to tell you just to fuck off? And Min is like, that girl that just walked in, I have no idea who she is, but she's got... She's got the sparks. She's got the touch. I I foresee her being a part of all this nonsense that you are you are all a part of. She makes a good she makes like a, a point during that conversation where she's like, when you guys are apart, the sparks, the 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 feeling that I get between all of you, it's not nearly as strong. But when you guys all come together, it just it, it's it like Voltron. Is a, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Power Rangers, Voltron. It all just comes together and they form one giant fucking the sparks are energy. that much. The energy is that much stronger. Yeah, and uh, Rand is like, "Fuck off." <laughs> Rand's like, "Babe, I don't need to hear this right now. Can you tell we're in all yeah, battle stance? Like, of, of course, <laughs> we know. Like, we know. We're yeah, all battle. Get away from me, you crazy person! I'm trying to deal with my life. And he finally gets away from her, and they get into a room where there is. Nynaeve, Moraine, Matt, 
Perrin, Lan, Ran, Egwene, everybody, and Tom. Whole party. Yeah, I was I was just I was purposely trying to say all the names so I make sure that I still had all the cast characters in my I'm glad head. You did. That's a lot. Yeah, and <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot. There's a lot of characters going on here. Um, and they start having their conversation. Nynaeve, basically, basically, it starts off with Lan going like, "How'd you find us?" Mm-hmm. And he's impressed. He's he's not only how, but very very impressed that that she did that she was able to some somehow track them down. Well, like Lan went out of his way to like set up secret camping spots, hide their trails, peppered all the trails. Oh yeah, running up and down like that poor horse he was riding must have ridden like twice the journey that everybody else has been riding because he's been going back checking the coast is clear. Yeah, that horse is dead. Riding back up front. Got a new horse. Yeah. (laughs) Just, just it's dead. Um. So he's like, "How'd you do it?" And I don't know if it's kind of like a a cheap write off or kind of a cool point for the character because Nynaeve is like, "I grew up in Emmons Field, bitch. I." I know how to track. I know how to hunt. I learned from the best people. And uh, I think it was her dad. She learned from uh, tracking people from her dad back in Edmonds field when she was a child. And Lan is like, damn. He's kind of accepts it pretty willingly. So yeah. It's kind of like, Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Make, okay. You're, you, you're a tracker. Checks out. <laughs> Which, like, you think you'd be a little bit more angry or embarrassed by that, kind of because of the, I don't know. He's he's got such like a a sense of pride, you know. If 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 a Trolloc was able to track him, you know, he'd be lashing himself in the back in like for every step that Trolloc took in their yeah. direction. He's very level headed you know? though. Yeah, but Nynaeve, not the, not the same way. So he's like, okay, cool. And that's the and that's the end of that. And Nynaeve basically tells the group that she's been sent to bring every bring all the Emmons Field kids back. So that's Gwaine, Matt, Perrin, Perrin, and Rand. Rand. And get them specifically to get them away from Moraine. Because they are just they they do not trust Moraine. This Aes Sedai. Again, Aes Sedai are... You don't want anything to do with Aes Sedai. Yeah. You don't trust Aes Sedai. And uh, throughout the conversation, Moraine is pretty much going like, can can you... Can we talk in private? Can we please talk in private? Can we please talk Mm -hmm. in private? Eventually, they get to that point where where they do start talking in private. And Rand, Lan... Everybody... I don't know why I keep putting the names down maybe it's fun for me <laughs> it's kind of fun at this point we could say everyone yeah yeah everyone everybody leaves a room and moraine and Nynaeve have a conversation in that room um just and just waiting for w- what is to be said uh i can't remember if if lan talks to rand or not like during during this during this exchange where they're they're just they're just waiting or or they just kind of like wait outside and it jumps to when Nynaeve comes out because when Nynaeve if comes recall, out they wait outside yeah and when Nynaeve comes out I can't tell 
she basically comes forward to Lan or Rand and says like, this is what, this is what is actually happening here. And she's like, <laughs> we tried to come to the, we want to bring the, all you kids back, but village couldn't come to an agreement who should do it. Essentially. Everybody was like, I should do it. I should do it. I should do it. I should do it. And nobody could come to an agreement. So instead she went to the women's circle, explained to them the situation. And they basically gave her their blessing. Like, okay, go deal with this. And that's basically what set her off on this path to find them in Barillon at the Stegen Lion. But she brings up a point where it's like, Moraine kept on asking me if any of you guys were born outside of Emmons Field. And Rand like starts thinking about all the, the fever dream nonsense that Tam was talking about earlier when he got struck by the Trolloc. And he's like, he basically, he just tells, he just tells uh, Nynaeve that like, my dad was talking about finding me somewhere outside of Evans field or finding my mother or, or whatever he, whatever he said at that point. And she, yeah, but he does mention like he, he does say he was born there. Yeah. They all, I mean, they're all like, yeah, of course we were born there. Then he's like, also like, there's this. Yeah. But then, yeah. Then, uh, Nynaeve goes like, well, from what I remember, uh, Tam came back with a woman with, uh, with a child and we've just all agreed that that's his mother that was or that those are rand's parents and this is the child that tam came back with like this is his kid and then rand just immediately took that as like oh so i was born outside evans field yeah which i guess he was yes absolutely he was yeah remember he is the chosen one here yeah i mean of course he is yeah again it's like if if any questions are posed to him that are things like that it's like that damn sword man just watch. Like by the time we get to like the sixth book in this series, that sword is going to mean nothing. If they're just, he's going to pull it away and just like, nah, it's just a piece of iron. He found it. <laughs> well, I mean, on that note, the the sword. There's the we get a bit more of the sword in this chapter, don't we? Is that this one? Like it, the sword is taking the Rand a little bit better, or Rand's taking to the sword a little bit better. Yeah, like, well, that's probably because of the the lessons he's been taking with Lan and the fact that he's had to fight off trollocs now and actually he's had to go to war in 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 a way so of course he's taking to taking to it better if i i'm trying to think of a good explanation a good comparison with that but i haven't done anything productive in my <laughs> in my life and you can't really like look better with a podcast on you want to see my podcast no definitely not uh this hat that used to look a little weird on me now it looks i look, i used to look really weird with hats but eventually you break them in eventually yeah. you just accept that you look weird and it becomes part of your look start wearing some fancy colors you know you throw some <laughs> you get a little weird with it that's it and people start know? like oh you're owning it fine and that's exactly what is going on here with uh with rand and his sword so it's just kind of showing that like the progression that he's just getting stronger as a character it's just a little little character development little little char- little sousan little sousan uh, but that pretty much wraps up this entire chapter. It's not a very long podcast we have today because this is this is the extent of that chapter. Like 100% is just this conversation and kind of confirming that Rand is more than what he seems, which we've we've already we've already known this kind of yeah, since Yeah, he obviously is. Yeah, but since like chapter 5 or something. He's probably a dragon or something. I don't know. He is a literal dragon. He's gonna. He's gonna. Yeah. He's he's actually gonna like 
transform into the Benedict Cumberbatch version of Smog, but not actual dragon. It's just going to be him in all those like motion tracking dots. That's the it. dragon. <laughs> I really am interested. Like, what does book 10 look like? Yeah, like that's that's the other thing that I'm trying to think of here. Like, there's got to be some serious uh, diversions that are going on. Well, we are going to let you know, and we're going to find out slowly over the course of the next couple of years. But check back in tomorrow for Chapter 17 of The Eye of the World. Thank you for listening.